0: Good morning. Morning. Hey, good morning. morning. Very good. That's a very excited young man there. Wonderful. (laughs) Today is Remembrance Sunday. The Sunday before the Remembrance Day, which is tomorrow officially. But Sundays that are very close. The closest Sunday to Remembrance Day is always the Remembrance Sunday. So today we use it to remember... God's mercy, God's goodness, we don't celebrate wars because war is evil. War destroys lives and communities and families have been scarred by war. So when we do remembrance service, it's not particularly because we want to celebrate our victory or want to celebrate how powerful we are, but it's only a time of thanksgiving It's also a time to remind ourselves that we need to skew bitterness and wars and do everything within our power to bring God's peace in the world. Jesus said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So today, as many as mourn, Whether a passing of someone dear in many years of the wars, or even in recent times, you may have lost someone dear. This is a time for us to remember and give thanks on their behalf. But let's come to God in a time of prayer. The scripture says, God is our refuge and our strength. A present help in trouble. It says, trust in the Lord with all your mind. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge the Lord. And he will make straight your path. Thank you, loving God. We praise you, ancient of days. This is the day that you have made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. In the midst of all the storms of life. You give us your peace. In the midst of all the chaos, wars and rumors of wars, you are still the prince of peace. Lord, we pray that war, conflict, internal and external, upheavals around us will not take our eyes off you. That Lord, our faith, our hope, our trust will be in you. Even this morning in the act of remembrance, we are not celebrating evil, we are not celebrating death and destruction. We are only reminding ourselves that this is not what you want for your world. And we are reminding ourselves that you are the only one who can give true peace. And so, Lord, have absolute control of this morning's worship. We pray for the worship team and all those who will be involved in the service this morning in one way or the other. We pray that your blessing will rest mightily upon your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we're going to listen to our first and only Bible reading. Fantastic thank you thank you so
1: reading is john chapter 14 verses 15 to 31. if you love me you will obey what i command and i will ask the father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Before long the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day you will realise that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, and he will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you, But the counsellor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not speak with you much longer, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me, but the world must learn that I love the Father and do, and that I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave.
0: Thank you very much. As I said at the beginning, the Remembrance Sunday is not just about remembering words and trauma and trouble, it's also a time of thanksgiving. And the scripture we are reflecting on this morning is John chapter 14, verse 27. And it was read to us, and it says, Peace. Shalom. I give to you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give I to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. Now, Jesus talked about how the world gives. And that reminds me of a story I told in the earlier service. You know, Doctors hear all kinds of things from all of us when we go in there. And some people's stories are quite very interesting. And so this man, just to lighten your heart this morning, don't feel very heavy. He went in to see his doctor. And the doctor came back after all the tests and said to him, I'm sorry we have determined from the test that you have rabies. And the man jumped out of the bed and went to his bag and brought out his notebook and began to scribble. And the doctor said, no, 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 this is curable. You know, don't be alarmed. He said, well, what do you think? I'm writing down the list of people I'm going to bite. <laughs> as far as he was concerned, this rabies must go round. So the way human beings give is to give their Frustration. Human beings want to give what they think is to, you know, get even with others. But Jesus says, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. You know, he wasn't saying something out of the ordinary. Even though it was a point out something else he was saying. When I did my PhD, they said to us, when you do your research... It's not just about what people are saying to you, but actually things they are not saying to you. So you can prop into it. That's part of the research. It's for you to begin to ask questions. And so when Jesus was saying, my peace I give to you, at the ordinary level, it's a greeting. Did he not say to us, if you enter in a home, say what? Peace be to this home. And so for the Ordinary Jew, the way they greet is shalom. They still do that today, which is peace to you. In fact, even people in Arabic is salam. If you are from you know a Muslim dominated area, you hear that quite a lot. You know salam, assalamu alaykum. <laughs> it's all about peace. But Jesus was not just talking about that greeting. He was saying this in the context of his imminent death. He was saying this in the context of his disciples who are going to be left bereft. But he said to them, I will not leave you as orphans. I will give you a comforter in the midst of your trouble. In fact, he said to them, in the world you will have tribulation. So it is quite difficult sometimes when we think that when we become Christians, we become insulated from the frustrations in the world. We all live in a broken world and that's a fact of life. Until the time when Jesus comes to bring final and total restoration, the truth is, in this time and this age until then, we will continue to experience what it is that Adam and Eve did that brought brokenness into the world. Death will happen until the day when death will be swallowed in victory. That's why we can look at death and we say, death, where is your power? Not because death cannot harm us now, not because death does not separate people with love from us, but rather because we know time is coming when death will be destroyed and death will have no power. Time is coming when the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. In the Old Testament, God told Moses and Aaron, when you bless the people, if you go to uh, Numbers chapter 6, towards the end of of the chapter, he said, bless them with these words, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And he said, the Lord lift the countenance of his presence and give you what? peace. So both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Now when Jesus resurrected, the first thing he said to his disciples when he met them was what? Peace be unto you. And if you read through the epistles, you hear the Apostle Paul say, Peace unto the churches. It's important. In fact, it's so important that in Philippians chapter 4, Paul was appealing to these two ladies in the Philippians church. He said, please appeal to Euodia and Syntyche that they should live in peace. <laughs> so if there are people who are not at peace, it did not start today. Even the church at that time, there were people who were squabbling. To the Corinthians, he said to them, some of you say, I belong to Paul. Others say, I belong to Apollos. Is it Paul or Apollos who died for you? No. He said, we all belong to Jesus. Amen. We all belong to Jesus. And so Jesus is telling us this morning, my peace I give to you. It's not just any kind of peace. He said, my peace. That peace that made me to endure the cross, it was painful. He cried and got so many. He said, Lord, if it's possible, please take away all of this. But he came back and said, Not my will, but yours be done. And if Jesus went through that pain and trauma, he's saying to us now, I'm giving you peace. To his disciples, he said, You are gonna face all of this trouble. You'll be arrested, you'll be thrown into jail. But when they were thrown into jail, Paul and Silas, remember they prayed, they sang, and what happened? The Holy Ghost came into that prison yard. The prison, their bonds were broken. So in your time of trial, don't do like that nursery rhyme. (laughs) It just reminds me of the nursery rhyme that says... um, Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I'm going to eat some warm. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I'm going to eat some warm. Is this on at all? Yeah, it is. Okay. (laughs) You know, so, you know, the devil wants to put us in a corner and box us in there. And we think the whole world is against us. No, Jesus said, my peace, I give To you. And we receive it. And if you receive the peace of God, no matter what is thrown at you, you stand firm. In fact, you say, Satan, bring it on. I'm here. Nothing can change my resolve. Job said it. He said, Job, even told God, God, even if you kill me, I will continue to worship you. It's not going to change what I think about you. And so Jesus said, my peace I give to you. I give to who? You? And not just those of that time, but you and I. He said, I give to you. Not as the world gives. What does the world give? The world gives because it wants to receive back. The world gives with condition. The world gives, you know, their own terms of peace. And we have had wars after wars, even when we signed treaties and said there will be no more wars. That's how that's how the world gives. But Jesus gives us the peace that comes from inside. It's not just what is external. Because if we look around us with all the trouble in government, with all the trouble across the world, we will be discouraged. But if we look up to him who is the author and the finisher of our faith, we will not allow ourselves to be moved. In fact, the psalmist said, Even if the mountains uproot and cast themselves into the sea, he says, I shall not be moved. Because why? He knows. He says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And so the psalmist looked around in the midst of all the troubles. He knew. As he said in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And so if we nurse any kind of hurt in us today, God is saying to us, my peace I give to you. And so it's for us to receive it. It's for us to take it in. It's for us to embrace it. When someone gives you a gift, what do you do? You receive the gift. But sometimes we receive the gift and we forget that we had that gift. Hasn't it happened to you? And then you begin to say, oh, where did I keep? Now it's raining. I need that, you know, that Macintosh I was given. Where did I put it now? (laughs) And you begin to look everywhere. Or maybe an umbrella. Now it's raining. I want something to shield me from this rain. And you can't find the umbrella. And that's it. When Jesus has given us peace, he wants us to live in that peace. He wants us to, you know, in Colossians chapter 3, in verse 15, it says, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Govern. And in that version, it says, let the peace guard your heart. Which means God has given his peace to guard us, to stand sentry around us, to say nothing can come close. Your heart is jealously guarded by God because your life is hidden with Christ in God. It's not in the absence of danger. That's not the kind of peace God is talking about because everywhere we look around us, there'll be discouragement. But God is saying to us, don't worry. All of this will come to an end someday. Yes, sickness might be in our body and we're praying, God, help me. Deliver me. But God is saying, in spite of, despite all of this, My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give I to you. It says, do not let your heart be troubled, neither be you afraid. And so I wonder what you're experiencing today. A bereavement, a loss, situation of sickness, abandonment. Whatever it is we are facing today, God says to us, my peace I give to you. On Remembrance Sunday, we can't expect the governments of the world to give us peace. It's only God who can give us peace. And so he says to you, my peace I give to you. Receive it into your heart. Hold it dear to you. Don't exchange it for anything. The devil will find ways to want to pierce that but hold on dear to it like the pregnant woman who, you know, in the midst of the shopping at Christmas and people are pushing everywhere, she is guarding her tummy because she knows what she's carrying is precious. That's the peace God has given you in your heart. Hold it, guard it, defend it. In Nehemiah, he says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Do you feel weak because of your experiences? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Abandoned by people, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Be encouraged this morning. You know what? The Bible says, Cast your care upon the Lord, for he cares for you. And what does he want us to do in return? He says, pursue peace. Pursue peace. It is in us to make for peace. You know, we listened to this morning in our devotion. Uh, we, we, we use from time to time uh, the word for today from UCB. And it said something about people quarreling at home, maybe a couple. And as soon as the phone rings, they run to the phone, and you hear them, Hello, who is it? <laughs> but they were just quarreling a moment ago. The voices were going up, but on the phone, immediately switch over and bring the best turn on the phone. Hello. Which is to say it's actually within us to switch whatever the enemy wants us to be switched on. To say, No, I'm not going to be in that position. I'm not going to allow myself to be dragged down into the mud, to be rolled into that situation. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you. We receive your peace. And if you don't mind, wherever you are, you can hold forward your hand as if you're receiving a gift. Because we're going to say, Lord, I receive the gift that you have given me, the gift of your peace, into my heart. And so let's talk to God now individually. Receive it. If he has eluded you, receive it. If it's gone cold, the revelation talks of the love of many going cold. If the peace of God has gone cold, you can ask God to rekindle it in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your gift of peace. Lord, we leave this place dropping at the foot of the cross of Jesus. Whatever worries, we came into this house with this morning. And Lord, if there's anyone here who has not made peace with the Lord Jesus Christ, we cannot receive his peace if we have not made peace with him. And say, so, Lord, help us to make peace with God now. As we make peace with him, may we receive the peace of God. That peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for hearing our prayer, Lord. We receive it today into our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.